well, Hydra, this is the fringe. Which also means that every time that I go to plug it back in, um, I have to go and hunt down the cord for it because it like slides off of the desk and back behind <laughs> behind the monitor. Oh. See, right now it's not too bad because I just have all of my cables just stuffed into one desk. Mm-hmm. But I know that the day will come soon. We'll have more than what these desk drawers can hold. <laughs> Do I sound okay? Yeah, from my end, you sound good. Okay. Okay, I think I touched whatever magic button it wanted. My waveform looked just nasty. <laughs> One of the things that I got to uh, deal with over the weekend was um, I I had been sending our artistic director some like links to you know new like sets of microphones or you know like. Um, a new soundboard that we could buy that has like, you know, compressors built into the first eight channels and, you know, and so he buys them and like gives the soundboard to me like the day before we close the production. And so I'm like, well, it's exciting. It's a shiny new soundboard. I'll plug it in tonight and we'll try it out tomorrow before, you know, before the final uh, performance. And so, of course, there I am like troubleshooting you know why isn't this board doing exactly what i expected to the first time <laughs> with its out of the box settings um so that was fun yeah <laughs> and so i work at a church on sundays mm-hmm. helping out with their their visual presentation okay but then their regular audio technician has taken a job that takes them out on sundays like so many sundays a month mm-hmm. so they're like well you know enough about it it's like I technically know enough about sound production. Well, however, he has this board hotwired. I don't know what he's done. Yep, yep. It's like walking into somebody else's house and you're like, I can recognize that this is a television and a DVD <laughs> player and stuff, but like, I don't know how any of these remotes correspond to anything. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Well, and this guy, he was like a heavy metal producer in the 70s. Okay. <laughs> So his concept is like, yeah, we'll just rev everything till it redlines, like it should be, have distortion, and then we'll just pull it back just barely enough just, to where it just doesn't. Just a little. <laughs> so it's pretty common whenever he's working the board to just hear massive amounts of feedback over people just talking. I says, man, <laughs> we have little old ladies talking into a mic. You don't need to, don't need that. The thing that I often deal with is um, I go to a tiny, tiny church, and so I'm the only one there you know to like run the soundboard and also like if if i need to get a microphone to a person right like i have to physically run (laughs) with the microphone to them and then run back to the board and of course i have that microphone muted because i don't want you know like russell 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 bang 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 as you know ian hands this microphone off to somebody else so i inevitably i always hand them off to them and then by the time i get to the soundboard they're like trying to talk into it and they're like oh why isn't it working and then they like turn it over and turn it off and i'm like no god no i turned it on for you i just i just need to unmute it (laughs) so at our place it was a pretty simple setup because it was like pulpit and lectern and then like a couple of stage mics for whatever we had going and then they had one wireless mic that was for handing off to people in the audience Mm -hmm. so not a big deal well they got a whole bunch more wireless mics for whatever reason and people will just walk up to random ones. And if it doesn't immediately start working, they go to the next. I was like, no, just stay put. I'm finding you. My other favorite is that we have a, 
a choir director who doesn't trust anybody else with their sound. <laughs> so they'll come through and they'll set everything up beforehand when the church is empty. And like, all right, now don't touch anything of my settings. And then they'll get up there and they'll have all the mics turned on and they'll start banging on them to make sure they're on. It's just, oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't hit those. They're a little fragile-ish. I like doing the the Lonely Island mic check. My mic sounds nice. Check one. <laughs> My mic sounds nice. Check two. <laughs> just a bunch of weird voices. <laughs> I learned to do voice check or uh, mic checks in the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. So it was usually things like uh, mic test, test, testy, one, two, one, two. <laughs> just, oh, <laughs> I'm going to slip that in one day by accident. <laughs> I just know it when I'm not in a good audience for it. <laughs> Man, did Betsy's like computer just explode? <laughs> I think so. She went to restart it like 10 minutes ago. And <laughs> <laughs> it's very ominous looking over so this says, I'm going to go restart. Betsy has left. <laughs> Betsy Dadabo has left the library. Betsy Dadabo <laughs> has been saved. Ah, I have found a bullet point that I put in here twice. <laughs> I'm impressed that I've only found one of those so far. <laughs> Man, I'm glad that I found other people to uh, be on the Android review with me this year because last year um so traditionally it's always been like ryan and i doing the reviews of each new version of android because we always had nexuses and then pixels and stuff and then uh, a couple years ago he switched over to the samsung you know galaxy line and uh no longer had access to android 8 (laughs) when it you know when it first came out so i was like well i guess i'm sitting by myself for an hour talking about this (laughs) Great. Aww. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I can just comfortably sit and talk by myself for an hour about a new version of Android. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're passionate about it, ish. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like that would I could easily do that with a topic like cartoons or something. The other day, someone in a uh, random comment section was like, "Cartoons these days aren't good like they used to be." And I just, without even thinking, it responded with like three different examples. Like, no, you're super wrong. You're like, cartoon expert over here. Maybe. One time in high school, I managed to get my math teacher to talk for like three quarters of the class period about Star Trek without mentioning Star Trek. Oh. It was incredible. <laughs> I just like said something that reminded him of him, right? Reminded him of the uh, Trouble with Tribbles episode. And then he just like went off. <laughs> on a whole rant <laughs> i had a high school teacher like that but it was basketball so if you just really didn't want to work that day you'd say something like so man college basketball this weekend right <laughs> since oklahoma didn't have a basketball team at the time it's like oh yeah let me just talk about osu football for or basketball for the next hour wait i'm confused my phone just said that i got a message from betsy but like my computer's not showing it what's going on whoa what happened my my text messages are supposed to come in through Hangouts, but this one came through the Android messaging, like, the, you know, the one that most people use as the default. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> See, I started using the Facebook messengers, and it's made everything weird with messaging for me. 
I don't know. Hmm. I don't know where to categorize this note. I guess I'll leave it there for now. Um. I feel like that's a really important one. Let's put that up there right below in notifications. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot to write down the new uh, adaptive screen brightness. Uh. That was a biggie for me. I was very excited for that feature. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Betsy hasn't been able to get her computer to recognize the microphone. Of course, it was working like 30 minutes before we joined, We started the call. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's how it works. Cool. Show doc, consider yourself reorganized. <laughs> so as I was about to uh, go and open up this uh, the document for this episode, I noticed that in our... Um, Nexus folder, you know, is telling me like, oh, hey, there's a there's a brand new document that just got created for uh, control structure. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, one of our other shows. And so I go and open up the document and both of the hosts are currently in the document. And so like I start chatting with them. Apparently they're uh, recording tonight as well. Oh. <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. I think they're definitely going to be publishing their episode before this one goes up, though. So hi, Andrew. Hi, Steven. <laughs> Man, I cannot spell today. There we go. And then what what episode number is this? 47. Oh, it's up there in the title of the document. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. I was going to say, I haven't noticed how bad my spelling, how lazy I've been with my spelling until I recently started using an app mm-hmm. that it just points out my spelling errors without <laughs> autocorrecting it. <laughs> what is it? Grammarly. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty all right speller. Well, now that I don't immediately correct things or I have autocorrects, like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not great. I do appreciate how differently each app treats spelling, though, because Grammarly catches these big things, mm-hmm. and then I'll throw it into, like, a Google Doc, and it's like, oh, you're not done yet. <laughs> you got these other six or seven things to look at. I do like that, like, on uh, on mobile devices, actually on pretty much everything besides Windows, that, like you know spell check at least is a system-wide thing right it's Uh the keyboard itself is in charge of that at least um whereas you know in a desktop environment that i grew up on it's like oh well it depends on if you're using word or if you're in chrome or if you're in if you're in notepad you get absolutely no assistance (laughs) and see i thought what was it i think i'm looking at getting the grammarly desktop app or a desktop autocorrector mm-hmm but I downloaded the Grammarly app for my phone uh, directly, and I realized it was still running even when I was putting in passwords and it was storing that what I was typing in. Ah, it's like, it's like oh, that's not cool. So I don't want you to have that. So you unintentionally are keylogging yourself. 
Yeah. So I uninstalled <laughs> it pretty quick. Because the first time I had to put it in a password, it was like, are you sure? You want me to keep that? No. You're not a secure device. Like a <laughs> secure program for that. Mm-hmm. Drastically uh, changing. Okay. Um, Betsy is not going to join us and she can't find, figure out the uh, microphone stuff. It's 724, which means that the Catholic Church across the street is doing their daily, really long bell ringing for, for no apparent reason. <laughs> so I guess once that's done, then uh, we can start the proper episode. Um, and let's see, I'm going to put, okay, so total silence isn't a setting on my phone anymore, so I need to figure out what is the appropriate setting for podcasting now. (laughs) Do I turn it into do not disturb, or do I just, uh, go into the volume, you know, little menu and like turn it to, to, you know, past vibrate to, to the nothing setting. So there's the do not disturb menu. Okay. I can turn that on. It's just not a toggle. Right. Well, so yeah, there's there's the do not disturb which is in the quick settings, but then oh. there's but then there's the one in the volume settings that's like the little bell icon. Gotcha. My do not disturb turned back on a volume that I did not want on. What? <laughs> it turned back Whoa. on my alarms. <laughs> it's like I'd appreciate it not. Where's my recorder? Ah, there it is. Voice recorder. Make sure I get my backup on. Oh, yes. I should probably do that, but, like, you know. <laughs> I haven't had to re- rely on that audio yet, so I don't have any clue how good it is. <laughs> but it's good to know it's there. Ryan told me about a time when, like, um, they were in the middle of a recording and his computer crashed, and, oh, like, no. Audacity had a bunch of its data files like in in the folder but it didn't i think it didn't have like the aup file or something you know that that is needed to index all of those audio files all those audio chunks um and so ryan wrote some sort of script in python to like do like recreate the aup file or something and i don't know i don't what wizardry was he doing i don't understand in concept i think i understand it's almost just like sorting out the timestamps and then telling the the program to read it something like that that is well beyond (laughs) what i could do yeah and i i may be totally misrepresenting you know the circumstances because i don't know that's just very hardcore so i guess if ryan if ryan listens to this fringe i'm sure he'll correct me or something or he'll just say something along the lines of i don't edit the show (laughs) um (laughs) Oh hey, oh, yeah. time dot is. Let's do it. Let's do that, and then we can start. Um, do you want to go at uh, the next full sure. minute in like fifteen seconds? <laughs> I love seeing you starting to nod along with it. When we when we I started to do that. It's like, oh, I'm not usually on camera when I record. I hope this doesn't throw them off. <laughs> I took too many years of music. Um. <laughs> Um, the last episode that I did, uh, where we were, re- uh, reviewing Bubble, um, Frank started, like, going, like, <laughs> as we were getting closer to the, <laughs> to oh. the allotted second. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was Bubble? 
I saw the talk about it and I haven't Googled it yet. It's uh it's Maximum Fun's um like the the first oh, cool. fictional show that they've ever done. Yeah. Um so it's like an eight episode uh sci fi comedy series. Um and yes, all like all three all three of us who are on that episode reviewing it <laughs> were just like, Oh, this is the best thing I'll ever. Pick that up. <laughs> okay, uh let's start an episode. After I get this phlegm out of my system. Sorry, there was a cat in my room that I did not realize was there. <laughs> I just had one run across my desk a second ago. She's at least relaxed now, so. <laughs> yeah, there was um, there were a couple of cats downstairs earlier today that were having... They were, like, wrestling on top of my brother's mechanical keyboard. That was a very interesting audio experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I was so fascinated by it that I just, like, watched them and let it happen. <laughs> I got a big Amazon uh, notification today that said, you need to check out this deal on mechanical keyboards. These $400 keyboards are only $200 oh. now. Like, I still don't need a $200 <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> oh, man. Just be glad that, you know, you're not playing the audio through the loudspeakers at the uh, at the theater <laughs> while it's happening. You know, it's <laughs> uh, Last weekend, I got a phone call. And I had forgotten to put my computer into like like turn off the Wi-Fi, oh. so my fu- my computer starts ringing when we're three quarters of the way through the performance, and I'm like, no, wait, ah. Oh. <laughs> it just reminds me that one time when I was working on a soundboard, we had to plug in, we had to get a, a audio from YouTube, mm-hmm. and nothing was working between the computer and the soundboard. So finally, I just plugged directly into my phone, and I forgot to check that the the headphone volume was separate when it was ah. plugged in rather than when it was in my hand and it was muted. And so it was all the way up and our audio engineer had his headphones on. <laughs> and he pushed play and I could hear it from across the room. It was just, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Yeah, that's always like when that kind of thing happens, like I always jump back from my desk like so fa- <laughs> like Like you would think that I got an electric shock or whatever. <laughs> Which doesn't help if you have headphones because then you're still... <laughs> still yeah, the exactly. They then. follow you. <laughs> I was on the Q and A um, side, so my job was just to break it a whole lot. Oh yes, and just send back That's pages. Of, yeah, all these things broke. <laughs> that is, that is one job that I would no, don't think I would ever want to do for like a video game company, though, because like, man, having to play the same you know section of a video game over and over and over again just to like see what breaks and try and break it in a whole bunch of different ways. You know, I I have a, enough experience with that kind of thing. Um, with with the games that my students make that I have to grade and I'm playing the same game 30 times and finding all the ways that it's broken. Uh, yeah. That's how I already play games. I <laughs> played The Force Unleashed finally. Like we got Oh my god. Uh so there's just a, a off topic, but Oklahoma just gets an ice season every year for about a month. And so we usually just get okay. locked in our houses for about a a couple weeks out of the year. And it's one of those things we could clear the roads, but there's no point because it's going to be 80 again in a couple <laughs> weeks. So I had the Force Unleashed, and I wanted to get every single achievement for it. And so I sat there jumping at the same wall for like 20 minutes one time just to get one <laughs> achievement. And just doing dumb things that no other human outside of people that <laughs> like QA work would be doing. 
It's like, this mm-hmm. is dumb. Why'd they even make me do this for four hours? <laughs> I remember, yeah, in, in Portal, there was like that achievement called Terminal Velocity. And it was like, fall for 30,000 meters or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll put a portal above me and a portal below me. And I'm just going to walk away from the computer for a few hours. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> that's how you up, uh, was it? Let's say you level up in Morrowind. Is there an auto walk button for the PC? <laughs> and you just auto walk or auto run towards a wall and just leave the computer running for a couple of days? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yeah, some, somebody yells at you, like, why is your computer using so much power? Is, is it, are you mining bitcoins? No, I'm getting, <laughs> getting experience in Morrowind. <laughs> I'm updating my, dis- my uh, dexterity on my Khajiit. <laughs> Uh, I I wonder what happened to that that feature. I, I haven't heard much about it lately. Is it sitting there just taking a picture of your face? Then just every couple of seconds, or I guess it's just checking. I guess it wouldn't yeah, be saving probably. it. Oh man, having that uh, feature would have been terrible on the Nexus Five. <laughs> Actually, no, no, that is exactly the tr- problem that I, we had on the Nexus Five. This is going to be a little aside. Um. <laughs> But uh yeah, I had the Nexus 5 and I remember when they when they updated Android to add the um like facial recognition as one of the f- smart lock features and at that same time Android had a bug where like it like if you if it was accessing the camera for a long time, it would like eventually like have a buffer overflow or something and like the phone would just restart. <laughs> And so because it was constantly using the camera to try and see if my face was my face, my phone would, like, get slower and slower and slower and then just, like, restart. And it would do that, you know, very, very frequently. And I, like, I couldn't figure out what was going wrong until I turned off that facial recognition feature. And I was like, oh, oh, it's working normal now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. This is an aside, but on Mm -hmm. the Pixel... I just noticed in my settings that there's an option for users. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that being. Is that been there? Yes, that's been in Android for a while, um, depending on which device you have. Okay. Because I, I know that, like, my dad's uh, Moto G3, G3 is the one that he has. Like, that doesn't have multiple users um, as a feature. But he's on a version of Android that I know that I had that had multiple users as an option back then. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I wanted my wife to be able to access my phone. And so I just set mm-hmm. her as some of the fingerprints. I just, I didn't set every single one of my oh, fingers in. Yeah, that yeah, way yeah. she could unlock it. But it'd be nice to actually allow her to have, like, a user, depending on how it manages data for it. Yeah, you should, you should uh, test that out and see how it goes. Yeah. I've never done. I've never done that. I, yeah, um, phones seem too personal to need that many users. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I, for kids, I think they intended that for tablets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's suddenly magical. <laughs> and that was why I was looking at that as a feature for for my dad was because like, um, my dad has like my brother and my sister's Google accounts logged in on some of the apps in addition to his own. And so like every once in a while I'll get a a text message from Marshall and I'm like, this sounds like it's actually dad and dad. And my dad responds with, Oh yeah, I was using the wrong account. (laughs) 
Um, and so I was trying to show him like how to set them up as like different system level users instead of just having different Google accounts. And I was like, why isn't this on your phone? Why can't I do this? But yeah, I think, I think it does like intelligent things. Like, um, if one user has a particular app installed, then like some, you know, another user doesn't have to like redownload that app and take up twice as much space just to have that app installed. Um, they just the the app just has like kind of two different copies of its like you know settings or you know whatever user level stuff okay um but all the files that it uses to actually run itself uh only need one copy of them nice end <laughs> oh that is one thing that i enjoy the heck out of is laser quentin Oh. At the end of every episode, <laughs> future Quentin, laser Quentin, future, yeah. Oh man, I hope he just, I hope he just keeps coming up with new titles for himself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we talked about having a spinoff comic just for our future selves, mm. where they get added in as part of the meta fiction, <laughs> and like we're on the run from them or something like that. We haven't worked it out so, yet. So, so current. Daniel and Quentin are on the run from future Daniel and Quentin. Yeah. Okay. They're tired of having to do all the show notes at the end of each episode, so <laughs> they invade the regular show. We did have um this is a very, very old in joke from from the Nexus. Um, but there was like this one episode where Ryan and Matt recorded an episode about like about Google I.O. or something like that, right? And then they recorded a different, you know, an episode of like their their regular weekly show, but they but it was like it was in the future, but it was going to be released before the other one, so it was like in the future from the past, <laughs> and it was really confusing, <laughs> and I can't even keep straight like how it how it all worked out. <laughs> well, that's a fun thing on ours. We've got so there's the the fiction that we're telling. Mm-hmm. But then I think as a meta point, that's actually supposed to be like a comic book, a fictional comic book universe that's separate. Like it's an alternate world where that's a comic book version of like DC. Mm-hmm. So so you're saying like these stories that you're telling are published as comic books in a fictional universe where the DC and Marvel comic book universes do not exist. Right. Okay. <laughs> and in that version of the world, our, jo- our Quentin's roommate, Josh, is uh-huh. the Stanley of that universe. <laughs> and so, supposedly in our metafiction, he's the one that's written all the stories that we're telling. <laughs> and we decided now, every April 1st, we'll do an episode where he's the, the, the lead of the podcast, and we're just guest on okay. his show. <laughs> so our april fools episode this year we got really confused and we'd also already recorded like three episodes that day We're like i don't what are we doing now <laughs> oh man that reminds me of um the so so podcon last year right i wasn't able to go to it but i like got the um the remote attendance which gives you a podcast feed of like the recordings of all of the um um the the panels and stuff that they did 
And this one panel that they did was titled uh, Writing for Straight Characters. And it was like all of the panelists were like, um, you know, like Cecil Cecil Baldwin and um, uh, shoot, I don't remember who any of the other people were. But like, you know, it was it was a bunch of people who were involved in the podcasting world who were all queer in some way. And they were like pretending like they were giving this panel in a world where like being gay was the norm <laughs> and like so like they they were trying to help the audience to know like what are, what are good ways to give representation to these straight characters who don't get you know appear in media enough and it was so funny listening to them trying to keep up the bit and like and and then like getting confused on like what's real and what's not <laughs> and like where does the satire begin and the real world end and yeah it was it was highly entertaining <laughs> that just reminds me of have you listened to the welcome to the magic tavern no i i really need to <laughs> so on it it's supposed to be a guy from our universe who gets lost mm-hmm. in a fantasy universe and then the guests are always just random people that he meets in that fantasy universe. And he's broadcasting mm-hmm. all this back through Wi-Fi coming through a portal that's at a Burger King. <laughs> and so one time they had Patrick Rothfuss on and he didn't okay, know yeah. the premise of the show. <laughs> I don't I don't know how that happens, but there's like a few minutes there where he's sitting there like, um, what? And then they say a few things. He's like, I understand now. And he started playing along. But you could just you could hear him working through what was going on in the show. Yep. Yep. Yeah, wait, but like wouldn't they have given him like he, you're this character in this universe kind of thing like instructions at the beginning. <laughs> See, I would think. And it it's so it's all improv people from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I think normally they must, I don't think they practice necessarily, but they must do some sort of prep work because everyone yeah. kind of comes into it seeming like they're already in character. So I don't know if he, they just, if he was just wandering by at a convention and they just got him onto the table or what <laughs> happened, but they're just like, yeah, it's, it's the classic, like he's walking along and then like some hands just like come out from around the corner and like cover his mouth and pull him in. <laughs> The ether cloth comes over his mouth, and he just wakes up at the table already with the microphone mm-hmm. in front of him. Yep, yep. <laughs> the The fun part of that or that show is they make up the universe as they go. So, mm-hmm. like, they had an imp on one week, and they're like, "Well, um, why do you live in clay pots?" And they're like, "Oh, we don't live in clay pots. We just we just defecate in them, and that's what those little gold <laughs> coins you find everywhere are." <laughs> it's like oh the entire economy of this this place is based on imp poo that just happens to be gold coins and then for the rest of the series they have to remember that and make callbacks to so it's just weird how it builds <laughs> on itself yeah yeah and that's always the thing is like um you know a fan who's like binge listening to this has such an advantage over the people who are like recording this thing in real time yeah. oh boy oh man that's the constant struggle with double issue as we're sitting there like mm-hmm. what did we say about this because <laughs> it's been weeks since we listened like we recorded and listened to it you gotta have lots and lots of google docs <sighs> for yeah. man that's when we have guests on that's the reason we just send the one link it's like i don't want to make you look through mm-hmm. our all our docs mm-hmm. that we have 
I am a little concerned with how many of like the world building things have been like it's made of flesh. <laughs> it only gets worse the further you go. <laughs> We had a Monster Crew episode with Beth Lindley. Okay. And uh, what was it? At some point, we suggested like a gargoyle. Like, okay, that seems manageable. And then we're like, well, what else is weird? What about a guy made of melted toys? It's like, no, I don't like this at all. Oh, we just, that was the theme of the whole episode was weird skin. Uh. I'm glad that I'm usually not around other people when I'm listening to things because, like, you know, I'll be I'll be out there biking and then you know somebody will say something about flesh capes and I'm and I just like out loud no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I usually or I, the main place I'd listen to podcasts would be while I was driving, since mm-hmm. I have a pretty long commute, and so I could just in the car just what the no uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. no. <laughs> I could see that not going over as well on like a bus or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. On the other hand, on the other hand, um, so the uh, one of the podcasts I'm listening to through right now is uh, called Life After, and um, the premise of it is like, like this guy. Okay, well, first part of the premise is that there's a social media network that is based entirely on just like voice recordings. Which uh, when I heard that premise, I'm like, oh, I'm in heaven. <laughs> if only I could just like record my voice and have that, you know, be all my posts. Um, but, uh, you know, then, like, this this guy's wife had died, like, eight months prior, right? And and he, like, obsessively listens to her voice, you know, on her profile and stuff. And then, like, her profile disappears. But then, like, all of a sudden her voice comes back and starts saying different things and starts having conversations with him. And so he's like, well, wait, are, are you, like, alive? Are you in the machine? Like, what's going on, you know? Um, and And so he, like, has conversations with her while he's just, like, got one earbud in, right? And, and, um... And he's like arguing with her one time and he's like, I should probably stop doing this in the hall because like people are going to think I'm crazy. And she's like, no, people are just going to think that you're having an argument over the phone. (laughs) You're totally fine. (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, good point. We live in a we live in a world where, you know, it's like, okay, Bluetooth are crazy. Yeah. Now, it took me years to get used to Bluetooth conversations. Mm -hmm. I the first time I encountered that it was a girlfriend of mine in high school's dad. And so we would all be in the living room and be completely quiet. And he would just suddenly like, hello. And we'd all kind of stop. (laughs) Who's he, who's he talking to? It's like the, it's like the dog that suddenly like looks up and is like, did you see a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) I had a cat that would just stare at like a corner of a room really intently. I was just, do you see something, buddy? (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh, we've been recording for two hours and forty-five minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'd all. say. <laughs> I think that's a good place to call it quits. Um, oh, I should make a folder for you to put this in. I think I need to figure out a different setup for all my like audio folders and stuff. Because currently, I do everything through Google Drive. Um, and what I have discovered is, like, because Audacity creates all of these, like, you know, tiny little one megabyte chunks, um, is, like, it 
it takes Google Drive for freaking ever to like synchronize an entire Audacity project, which is a real problem for like my laptop. Um, cause like the, the, the master copy almost always like is on my desktop and, and then like, it'll take so long to synchronize all of that down to my laptop that like I'm onto a different podcast episode by the time it finishes synchronizing. <laughs> 